Thank you, Azure, for that ministry of music, and thank you to everyone who has participated already in our service. There's been a number of people that have been recognized this morning, but uh, I really would also like to draw our attention to Kevin and uh, Jack for their leading us as the project managers, the way in which they work together uh, was a joy to see. And uh, they did a, a fantastic job, and I don't know how many hours that they were here, but uh, they were here virtually every day, without exaggeration. They were here. They were here, they were here. And uh, it was very important uh, because there are unexpected things that arise, decisions that have to be made instantly, and uh, they would co uh, corroborate and they would uh, make a decision. One of the things that's very difficult uh, working with a committee, et cetera, is uh, some decisions have to be made by individuals on the spot. Some decisions were made by the board. Some decisions were made by the building committee. And uh, I think the right entity always made the right decision. And that says a lot. And that also helped preserve the unity in the church. But uh, they did uh, the great work. And I'm thankful for their commitment, their abilities, and uh, their time. The verse that I've chosen for our building program this morning is a little different from our theme verse because Psalm 115.1 has been our theme throughout the entire building process. And when I say the entire building process, that includes when this sanctuary was built. Psalm 115.1, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. I spoke on that verse for groundbreaking, so this morning I draw our attention in Nehemiah chapter 12, verse 27. It reads, And at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought the Levites in all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication with gladness, with thanksgiving, and with singing, with cymbals, harps, and lyres. I chose Nehemiah chapter 12, verse 27, because I thought it was very appropriate I could have looked at the dedication of the temple, but we're really not dedicating a sanctuary this morning. We're dedicating an all-purpose building. We're dedicating a lift. We're de dedicating a youth center, etc. But we're really not dedicating a sanctuary. So it's very appropriate that we would dedicate the building of the wall. Uh, that we do look at the building of the walls. And if you remember when the children of Israel built the walls of Jerusalem. It was after the temple was built. The temple took the priority. And once the temple was finished, a period of time elapsed before the walls of the city were actually completing. So too, in our building process, the sanctuary took precedent. That was the very first thing we did as we built in phases. After the sanctuary, eventually came offices, then Sunday school spaces, and just as in the nation of Israel, the time had finally come to build the walls, so too the time finally came to build the all-purpose building and to be able to use that wonderful facility. As we look at this text, the first thing I want to point out is that this verse is a verse that dedicates the walls to the Lord, verse 27. And at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, middle of the verse, to celebrate the dedication. 
That is, that is, it was a time to be set apart or consecrated for God's purpose. When we are dedicating these facilities, we're saying that the primary use and function is to bring glory to God and accomplish his purposes. We want these facilities to bring glory to God at all times. And even as our brother already mentioned, that includes our attitudes, that includes our actions, that includes our speech. And we want to use these facilities to further extend the kingdom of God. In providing these new opportunities, there's opportunity for new service as well as enhanced service. Day camp is coming back to this location for the first time in many, many years. It had been off-site. Now we're going to be having day camp this summer here. That's a tremendous advantage for a number of reasons. But what I want to focus is on outreach. Last summer, 75% of the children that came to day camp were not regular attenders of our church. They're from outside, 75%. Now that we're going to be having here, those families are going to be dropping off their children here, seeing this church, seeing this facility. When we have closing exercises, they're going to be coming here. And they're going to see what we have to offer. And we're going to be extending an invitation for them to be worshiping with us. And of course, the children have been hearing the gospel all that week. So it's unique opportunities. It provides an opportunity for better service. We've had fellowship Sundays for many, many years. In recent years, fellowship Sundays, when we'd all stay for a noon meal, we many times could not fit into fellowship hall at the same time. And I don't even know how many people are aware of it, but we had people in Sunday school rooms graciously sitting there apart from the hole in order to be able to eat. Today, we'll be eating together. And we can have a lot more. Opportunity to provide greater ministry to the YF. The dedication is also described as a celebration. To bring to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication. The celebration, by definition, is a marking of one's pleasure at an important event by engaging in enjoyable social activity. We trust that you will enjoy the service, but also that you will be able to thoroughly enjoy the wonderful meal that we're going to have in just a few moments. It will be a great time, not only of eating, but just simply spending time together. This ought to be especially precious to us after it's been so long that we've been able to get together and have a meal together. Today, we do. But I really want to focus on the manner in which the celebration was characterized. Three things. First, it was characterized with gladness. With gladness. In the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought the Levites in their places to bring them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication with gladness. To be glad is to be filled with joy and delight. It's to be happy. Happy that the work is completed. Happy to see what God has done. Happy to have worked together. Happy to be furthering the kingdom's use. They were to celebrate with thanksgiving, verse 27. It would take a lot to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And the task seemed almost unsurmountable. The naysayers, who were non-believers, and who were actually opposed to the work, they were the enemies of Israel, tried to dissuade the Israelites from building. And they tried to discourage them. And Nehemiah says in 
chapter 2, verse 20. Then I replied to them, the God of heaven will make us prosper, and we his servants will arise and build. They weren't discouraged. They said, God will make us prosper. We'll rise and we will build. And God really did prosper their work. Nehemiah 6.15, so the wall was finished on the 25th day of the month Elul in 52 days. What was seen as an insurmountable task was accomplished in 52 days. It's remarkable. Remarkable. 52 days. Despite the fact that they had to build with one hand and hold a sword or a weapon in the other hand. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you build with one hand. I don't know how you get anything done in 52 days. God had prospered them. God enabled them. Well, it took us longer than 52 days to complete the work. But certainly, certainly, God has prospered. God has benefited. You, rehear, you heard of Jack's recounting the variety of ways in which God blessed the work. We're thankful to God for his superintendence of circumstances, establishing us to build. We're thankful to God's people for their faithfulness, and God has put it in their hearts to volunteer, to give. Celebration was to be characterized by rejoicing in verse 43. It says, and they offered great sacrifices that day and rejoiced, for God had made them rejoice with great joy. The women and children also rejoiced, and the joy of Jerusalem was heard far away. Twelve different Hebrew words are translated in English as the word rejoice. The primary meaning of this word is to be smiling, to be merry, to be carefree that can be seen with an expression on the face. Rins. A mile wide. The people came from miles around to rejoice. If you look at verse 43, it says, uh, excuse me, uh, yes, uh, verse 43, it says, and the joy of Jerusalem was heard far away, far away. In Nehemiah chapter 12, verse 27, it says, and at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought the Levites in all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication with gladness, with thanksgiving, and with singing, with cymbals, harps, and lyres. And the sons of the singers gathered together from the district surrounding Jerusalem, from the villages of the Netophites, also from Beth Gilgal, from the region of Geba and uh, Asmazeth. For the singers had built for themselves villages around Jerusalem. I went through that quickly, but it lists all these regions where people were coming from. Why was that noteworthy? Well, because the children of Israel were rejoicing, even those that didn't live within the city walls. Even those that were not primarily benefiting from the walls of the city came to rejoice and to give thanks for what God had done. How many people was that that lived outside the walls? Nehemiah chapter 11, verse 1 tells us, while nine out of ten remained in other towns. Nine out of ten of the Israelites were outside Jerusalem. But they came together to celebrate the building of the walls, which primarily benefited one out of ten. Now, certainly others could flee to the city if 
they were under attack, but the primary benefits were for one out of 10. Well, certainly, certainly, the benefits are for those much greater than one out of 10. But not everyone's gonna benefit from every aspect. Not everyone's gonna be using the lift. We have a new library, not everybody's gonna avail themselves of the library. Not everybody's gonna be gathering in the youth center. But we all can rejoice in what God is doing and the benefit that that is for so many. But each and every one of us this morning is gonna benefit from that multi-purpose room. We're gonna invite everyone in just a few moments to a meal and come, you can benefit from the, what has been accomplished, what has been established, to see the facilities at use, to see this kitchen put to good use, to bring a smile to our faces. Turn with me, if you would, in your bulletins, And there is an act of dedication that's listed in your bulletin. Not, to, not surprising, but I will read the pastor part, and you will read the people part, okay? Pretty straightforward. But this is our desire uh, to commit these facilities to the Lord. Members and friends, we have gathered here this day to dedicate these facilities to the honor and service of our Lord and God. He is the one who has prospered us and enabled us by his grace to complete the building and renovations. We now give thanks for their completion and dedicate them to God's service and glory. We now May they be blessed by God to provide fellowship and instruction for his people and to be an instrument in furthering his kingdom work. And further, we the members and friends of the Lebanon Bible Fellowship Church, grateful to God for his many blessings, dedicate not only these facilities, but ourselves also to God's service in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.